I swear, you'll never see anything ever like- Oh, <laughs> I swear, you'll never hear anything like this ever again. So drink it, breathe it in. The Plug Golf Podcast is back. Thanks for that tremendous intro, George. Yeah, good one this week. We're back for episode nine of the Plug Golf Podcast. Got some more guests. We certainly do. Who have we got? We have Will Daniels and Jake Garnell. The interns. The interns. What are you drinking, boys? After you. I've got a diet lemonade, because, uh, you know, I'm only 17, so... And Jake? Okay. I have a tiger. Nice choice. Nice, lovely lager. Cow? Uh, I've got a cinnamon and orange gin with cloudy lemonade. Jesus. Oh, yeah, I've just got a brew dog again. Brewdog. Brewdog, punk IPA. Lovely stuff. How's everyone's weekends? Yeah. Had a few... A few beers, it was good. Yeah. Well, did you have a few beers? A few beers, but you know. No, at home, I hope. <laughs> at home, yeah. Got a fake ID, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> we went to no, that. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. Good stuff, good stuff. Anyone watch any of the golf? I didn't. Will? Sadly, no, I was pretty busy over the weekend, so yeah. Jake? No, no, me neither. But Colin Morikawa won. Yeah. He won uh, the Workday Charity Open. Uh, bounce back off uh, two weeks after his first missed cut and his 23 professional starts. So, it's pretty... Is it a rookie year? Yeah, I think so. Decent. So, 23 professional starts, so it's, it would have been um, from last year. Yeah, I mean, well... I'm not sure. Before lockdown, I think, it might, I think this might be his rookie year. I don't well, know. Even so, a win in your first 24 yeah, yeah, starts isn't mad. Yeah, yeah. no, he, um, he won the... Uh, playoff over Justin Thomas. Yeah, I saw that. I did see, I did see I a saw, little bit. Justin yeah. Thomas drained a 50 footer. And then. Got to be happy with that. And then it was responded and the playoff continued. But honestly, after you, I after saw you that sink part. a 50 footer, you're like, oh, well, that's like. The luck's got like sinking <coughs> the lucks on my side here. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> Shot rounds of 65, 66, 72, and 66. That's good, solid. Though. Not bad. Yeah. And nah. to beat JT in a playoff, a big yeah. playoff like that, mm-hmm. it's impressive. Yeah, you, you aware of Colin? I wasn't, if I'm honest. But um, Taylor May player. Yeah, it's good to see a big Taylor May player. The big new signing for this year, I think. We'd have a look at um, a video of his at work, and we yeah. uh, a few quite a few months back now, and mm-hmm. we posted it on the golf based social media. Yeah, try um, and find that if you can. Yeah, it's good, good video. It's a good player. Very good video. Um, he's moved into the top uh, top fifteen. Players. What, world rankings? Yeah. Um, wow, not bad. And 10 of those 15 are from the US. Yeah, that's disappointing. What, from a European? Yeah, we need to up our game. The British yeah, five? Well, no, only well, four Europeans. Rory? Oh, yeah. Tommy Fleetwood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well Justin two. Rose? No. no. Well done, number two. John Rahm? I was thinking British. British. Yeah, no, oh, no. John, Jimmy <laughs> and Tyrrell Hatton ran out at 15. At 15. Um, and Adam Scott is the Adam other Scott, yeah. American or European. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, all the, the Americans in form sort of quite happy that the Ryder Cup's been pushed back. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Might give us time to <laughs> September next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Good sports in here next year. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And the year after. 
Yeah. Euros and uh, Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah Euros, Olympics, Ryder Cup. And then you'll have, well, you'll have World Cup qualification. Yeah. Tottenham will be champions. As well. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Swiftly moving on. <laughs> um, I did see that, uh, obviously, this week was meant to be the Open. So, Crazy. well, as in Thursday coming. Mm-hmm. This is obviously going to come out on Tuesday. Thursday would have been the first day of the Open. So on Sunday, uh, the British Golf Society, whatever they are, yeah, is it are British Golf Union, maybe? I don't know, but someone has they've created this like round of all rounds, like basically. So they're doing all the winners from nineteen seventy to present day or to last year of the Open, so Open Championship winners. They're doing like. They've done like some really clever editing and like so Nick Doherty and um, Butch Harmon and someone else is commentating on it live. Nice. So they're doing it like so they don't know the winner so they've like picked like a winner out oh, of like nice. all these like edited clips from like 1970 to present day. Yeah, so like cool. so you got like Seve in there, Jack, Tiger, and, like uh, Zach Zach Johnson. You got like. All these players and like all these winners, like Shane Lowry being there with like some of his shots from the round. So it's almost like they're all playing against each other on the last day. I think actually, and I think I might be wrong about that. I think it might just be winners of the Open at the Old Course from 1970 onwards. Okay, that makes so sense. So there's only like there's only like 15 or something <laughs> mm-hmm. between 70, 1970 and the last one, which was Zach Johnson 2012. I think that should make for a good. Yeah, that might be a good. Um, Thing for youngsters to watch. Yeah, definitely. To yeah, to see. Game. Yeah, to see some older golf. Uh, I mean, even for even for me, or you, or anyone. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I know my sort of fairly recent history. Sort of pre sort of ninety seven, pre sort of Tiger. Mm-hmm. Not bad with my sort of golf history through there, but from before there, that, before yeah. then, I, I'm not. Obviously, I know about Jack Nicholas. You know about Seve. You know about Arnold Palmer. But you, apart from if I was to go and watch some highlights, which to be honest I probably wouldn't spend a lot of time just watching highlights on YouTube of it. So it'd be quite interesting to watch, to actually see them play some golf. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What channels are I think it's on Sky. 405, should be. 401, I think. It's quite a main event, I think oh, it is. Okay. No. <laughs> 401. <laughs> it's cool, a bit like that. It hey, might 405, that's what goes straight in on the. Uh, yeah, when, when the golf's gone. Yeah. You'll see, yeah, the, so that, yeah, you'll see the fashion changes. <laughs> no, that's fashion like, changes. I, think, I think that's like eight hours of it, six hours of it, something ridiculous like that. So, mm. I think yes. after we get, I think we're playing golf on Sunday, so I think maybe when I get back from that, it'll be Chelsea on at six. Straight so. on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not sure, lots of sport to watch. Yeah, yeah definitely. I might you record it then. Yeah, it's smart. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen anything on social media? Anything in the news? Um, well, regarding. I think the way um, Bryson's taking the game is quite impressive. Yeah, I definitely. I, I was watching golf with my dad and I was like, wow, he's like beefed up a bit and obviously... We sort of spoke about this last week, didn't we? Yeah, only yeah. yeah. It's um, stone in muscle. It's impressive, isn't it? It's, yeah. uh, I think his driving average was 337 yeah. when he won last weekend. Big. Which, which is... is I think he's the first player on the PGA Tour to win... With a driving average over three hundred and twenty yards, which is which is mad. 
And oh. not even just over 320 yards, it was like nearly 340, do you know? So it was like smashed that. And that's on carry as well. He's like, he's really yeah, yeah, like yeah. 320 every time. But at the end of the day, Brad. the rest of your game has to be just... Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up yeah, to scratch as well. So. Game, yeah, yeah, because yeah. like that's... I've seen a lot of people sort of saying about it, like, if it was only about driving the ball a mile, then the long drive champions would be on tour. And yeah. they're not, because they're not good enough in and around the green, their short game, their iron play, their putting isn't up to scratch. They can hit a ball 400, 400 yards. <laughs> they don't, they're not keeping it straight. And that's the thing as well. He's hitting it three, 330. And he's probably, only, he's probably only hitting it within yeah. a thought, sort of 30 to 40 yard radius. Radi- like, yeah, radius you hit it long, but fan. unless it goes where you want it to go, you know, it's, you're going to be in trouble. Anyway, futile, so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, is that anything else you're saying? Or? Um... Arsenal fan TV. Oh, we don't watch that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> no one likes Jay. Arsenal. Even you don't like Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, have you seen it? No. Oh, wow. God, no. It is, does, it is such a good watch. Who's Dave support? Sheffield Wednesday, I believe. Sheffield Wednesday. So three of the four guests have been Spurs fans. Oh, Tottenham Hotspurs. No. That brings us on to our next segment, which after the break will be all about one of our guests today, Will Daniels. So, Will Daniels. Yeah. Who are you? What's your story? How'd you get into golf? Um, so, my name's Will Daniels. Um, I'm 17 years old. I'm currently in the under 18 Sussex squad for the county. Um, how I got into golf, um, I was in year six. Um, my, be- my best mate at the time had been playing golf for probably about a year. Um, and he just thought, why don't you just come along up the golf range? And I just thought, yeah, right, me and my mate went up. Um, I was hitting some balls in the range, and um, the pro up there, Sean Creasy, we, we went f- to do some chipping on what we thought was the practice green, and it was actually the 15th green. And he was like, oi, get over it, and um, basically gave us a little turn off, but obviously I'd never been in a golf club before, didn't know what I was doing. Um, and he told me his name, and I told my dad uh, about what happened. He said, oh, Sean Creasy, I used to play football with him. Um, so my dad got in contact with him because I really enjoyed just hitting balls on the range and um, basically just started having lessons with him from the age of 10 to 12. Um, and when I was 12, I got my first handicap at 28 um, down Cooney Beach, which is my home course. Is that I, where you were down the driving range and on the Yeah, that's, that's where I was, Cooney okay. Beach Golf Club, my home course, still is to this day. Um, and yeah, so Sean taught me and I got going. Um, and then around the age of 14, I switched coaches to Colton. Um, and in those years, I was literally spending every day at the golf course. Um, my dad would drop me off first thing in the morning, the sun coming up on his way to work, and he'd be coming home in the evening. You're like, Will, do you want to lift? And I was like, no, Dad. I stayed down there from dawn till dusk and um, just grafted because I had catching up to do on obviously all the other boys that started at the age of, say, like six or even yeah. like earlier than that um, and then gradually got down to this day um, I'm currently off 3.6 and uh, in the Sussex squad and um, possibly looking to go pro maybe next year start mm. my PGA well, we saw him uh, we saw him hit a couple of shots every day didn't we yeah it's pretty good uh, a lot better than us definitely what did you think of us when you saw Um you can't have had high expectations. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting to... Yeah, I thought, to be fair, I was quite impressed with GP's short game and yeah. strike. Really? You did play well, you did play well didn't you? Yeah. 
And considering you haven't been playing that long, I was quite impressed with you as well, if I'm honest. Cheers, yeah. Um And it, obviously, it was a good laugh, um, the filming and that, and obviously with the boys. Yeah, um, it was good fun. And, and like I say, we, we saw a couple of shots from you, and it obviously we're all no official handicapped, but yeah. playing off around 28 just because it's, it's easy to work off, and we're obviously shooting higher than that at the minute when we go out and play a full 18, so... <clears throat> seeing what we are yeah. compared to a 3.6 handicap is... This, we, uh, there was four of us playing and uh, I think on this particular hole I'd hit the nicest tee shot out of us four Yeah, and then the cameraman stepped up and just whacked <laughs> it straight down the table <laughs> yeah. and there's a bit like... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just go and have a beer and yeah. stick to what we're good at. Yeah. Chatting rubbish. Yeah. But, um, good. Uh, nice driver that though. A sim. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's your club, wasn't it? My club, yeah. yeah. And he hit the he hit the sixty degree lob wedge into the green, and it just yeah. I sort of stopped there. Didn't so, much, so much spin. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you like that, didn't you? Yeah, everyone. Else. But I'm I'm quite happy with my my yeah. So what? So what is currently in the bag for you? Um, start from the top of the bag and work down. Right. So driver, we start with the Ping G four hundred low spin tech head. Um, I think it's the twenty. G400 was 2018. 2018, yeah. I think. G410 was last year. Wasn't yeah, it? and then I got the, I've got a low spin tech uh, shaft in there as well because um, obviously around Cuden it's like a semi links course. It's the only thing that separates us from the sea is uh, a road. Tra- and a train track. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so we get hit with quite a lot of wind, so obviously you learn to play and hit it a lot Slow lower. Runs, yeah. Which everyone seems to mention when I go and play for Sussex because them boys are playing. In nice wooden houses, and they're just high draws and stuff. And, you know, high flights, and that's me chipping, chipping seven irons, hitting fiddly shots because that's what, that's what you've to. learned to do, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I've grown up playing. So, um, whenever we go play links courses, I never really have a problem. But yeah, that's the reason for the low spin tech because my flight was quite like spinny, um, so now it's just neutralised it. And I mean, like you guys saw, it's more of a yeah, just a bullet. Cut yeah, through it was. Yeah. yeah, literally. Just <laughs> dead straight, wasn't it? And that was with the non... Yeah, low spin tech. Yeah. Mine, mine being mm. a high handicapper's driver, sim max, and I think I, had it, I think I had it lofted down, didn't I? Yeah, Because I was hitting a nice over when it was slightly lofted down. Nine and a half it was in. But, yeah, yeah, I think I got it in nine and a half at the minute. So, that's not what you're used to at all. But you still no. hit it in that same... It's probably you're just used to the movement now. And the, the, the driver that you've got obviously probably helps with yeah. with that as well. So um, Moving on to the three-wood, I've got same um, in the same spectrum. I've got a G400 three-wood, but it's just standard. It's got the low-spin um, shaft in it again, but the head's normal. And I've got it on plus lofts, so it's on 15 and a half. Standard loft on that club is 14 and a half. Um, I've always had a gapping issue between... Three wood, I always jump straight to four iron. So if I ever had that, say two twenty shot, I just have to hit like a bullet. Four iron. Four iron. Um, but my uncle's recently um, come over from South Africa, so he's bought um, these Cleveland hybrids. So for the moment, I've got a the old Cleveland launcher three uh, three hybrid in a stiff shaft, and that seems to be going all right. If you were to get if you were to get a new hybrid um, or a long to, hybrid, yeah, I would to put straight in your bag. What would you go for? Um, I would definitely go two iron as opposed to the yeah. hybrid, especially with the sort of course you play as well. Like the course I play and just the the flight I like to see. Yeah, you're certainly skilled enough to be able to hit ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also I think with the two iron, obviously, 
I have the ability to sting out, but mm-hmm. also just put it up in the stance, it can go high. Yeah. Whereas with a hybrid, it's always going to go high. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's there for, yeah. Um, what, what, have you got your only two irons at the moment? I quite, oh, what I really like was, um, I think Dave mentioned it in his, he's got the PSI, Taylor made. Yeah. Um, my coach at the moment, Paul, he had one of those, and I had it for about a month before he needed it back. For He was using it himself. Okay. And I really like that. In the same shaft he has it, the Project, um, Project X. X, I think it's a 6.5, but they're like an all-black graphite. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're still head, and it's just a bit of a weapon. Yeah, right. So <laughs> ideally, that's what I would have. Um, Maybe something to look into then. When... Yeah, possibly. I've got a little bit of credit in the shop, so... Uh, yeah, it might be something to look into. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> what irons have you got? I have got the TaylorMade P770 irons. Um, with, nice. They are nice. Um, KBS Taurus diff shafts um, with standard TaylorMade Golf Pro grips. The grey ones, same, same, same spec as yours, yeah. but yours are half an inch longer. Yeah. Um, I have those in four to wedge, standard lies, um, standard loft. Um, great irons. The only reason for getting them, I did have the AP2 beforehand, but um, I had them in uh, the Dynamic Golds in the regulars. Mm-hmm. And my plan of action was to buy some KBS, um, the KBS shafts that are in my irons at the moment, um, and get some Golf Pro grips. But the um, talk, the pro at Highways um, had these irons here, and it was like £200 cheaper just to move to them. And they were a newer iron, um, the shaft I needed. So also, then. Bit of a that, what did you say? You had the AP2s? Yeah, the tightest. Were they AP2s. slightly more forgiving as um, well? And these are more of like a blade, your P770? Yeah, they were a little bit more forgiving, but they're sort of the similar. If you could put two irons together... They'd be a similar match. Yeah, they'd be okay. a similar match. And obviously, for £200 cheaper. Yeah, it's a no-brainer really, isn't it? It's, yeah. You get used to some new irons quite nicely. Yeah, and then um, we go into the wedges. So I go from a 46-degree <laughs> pitching wedge of the P770s into 50 degree SM7 in the tall finish, so it's like, not the chrome finish, but the uh, slightly darker finish. Okay. Um, and I've got the super stroke grips on them, which most people think is just for putters, but they actually do yeah. grips for wedges and irons and whatever really. Um, 50 degree in the tall finish, 54 degree in the tall finish, um, and then I jump to a 60 degree um, lob wedge in the standard chrome finish. Do you um, find there's a bit of a gap there, or do, um, do you like that? Do you like? Cause, I, like I like that gapping. From yeah, ways. because you're not using the lob wedge a lot, probably. I use the lob wedge tends for like bunk, bunker shots is mainly mm-hmm. with lob wedge, mm-hmm. um, but also I like around the greens. I usually I tend to want to make it roll out as a part more, so I use like things like nine irons and that yeah, because yeah. it's playing the percentage. Yeah, definitely. But then, like say seventy to like ninety yards, I'd like to flight them in and like you. Like we did um, at Lockbridge, get that one bounce and then just spin up. Yeah. And I feel like I can play that quite easily with a 60. Um, and then moving to the putter, as you two know, I've just got the new Spider X, is Spider it? Spider X, yeah. In the, In the navy with the white line. It's not the block line, is it? It's just, just the, the, the standard. Line. So it's just the, the navy. Yeah, uh, the, the navy that's really nice. So it's the uh, Dustin Johnson or it's requested really... colour, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't, so I, think, he... I don't think he got on with so, the. So yeah, they they specifically bought in the navy for Dustin Johnson, and he ended up 
using the copper mm. because he preferred the colour. Preferred looking down on the <laughs> copper than yeah. the copper. And it is. And now he uses the chalk. They both anyway. look nicer. And it is a bit yeah, of a weapon. Yeah. It is a bit of a weapon. And we stuck that in the chalk as well, don't we? But yeah. personally, the chalk is my least favourite. It's got the nicest head cover. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Yeah. I wanted the, uh, you wanted the chalk. Least favourite, looking down on it, I'm. I think yeah. I would probably go copper if it was myself. I, I do like the navy. Before the my, can of blue. Yeah, before my Scotty, which I just got rid of, sold that to my uncle. <laughs> got uh, rid of? Sounds yeah. like you chucked in the skip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did have... Before the Scotty, I had the copper and white, the one that Rory was using. Yeah. I'm not sure if he still is. He may be. Uh, I think he still is. I'm not... I don't quote me on it, but I think he is. Yeah, I had that. And the only reason I swapped was because... It was a Scotty Cameron, and I was like, oh my god, it's the part that I've always wanted, and it was there for a good price. Um, and I didn't, I parted really well with Spider, I had no reason to change, it was only the fact that it's the brand name. And now I'm back with it, um, I'm really confident, I mean, I, sh- I had six birdies at uh, the weekend, yeah, literally nice. yesterday, and I was holding everything with it. So. Speaking of the, the, the brand name and stuff, because when we were on Dave's episode, we spoke about my putter, and how much I... <laughs> Was getting on with it, really enjoying it. He's like, <coughs> you don't. It's the thing. If you're comfortable with it, you don't need to change. You know, you wouldn't change it, yeah. would you? And then you mentioned you were selling your Scotty days later. Instantly, I was like, oh, well, let me give it a go, and I'll see how I get on with it. So purely I'll try it. because it's purely just for the name, like exactly like you said, I'm getting on with my putter, lovely. I'm rolling them nice. I'm, I'm getting, I'm reading lines nicely with it, and getting yeah. nice rolls, and like I say. But as soon as you're like. Well, I might be selling my Scotty. You can have a go of it if you want to buy it, if you're serious about it. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, no. And you I wanted to, to like it, didn't you? I did. I, honestly, with all my all my life, I wanted to like it, but I just didn't get on with it at all, did I? But you managed to sell it anyway, so. Yeah, Uncle's taking it back, back to Africa with him, um, if and when he can. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, with the current situation, he literally doesn't have any idea when he'll yeah. be able to get back in. So, you mentioned a couple of times in there, Mm-hmm. You're playing for Sussex? Yeah, well, this year. So you're part, of the t- you're part of the team? Yeah, Sussex under 18. Under 18s, and how, how is that? What, um, would you, would, what's, what do you normally do if you're, if you're playing, if you've got a Sussex, an event for yeah. Sussex? What's the vibe like so in the county match, team? Um, at training, um, I remember when I, obviously I started in the development squad and then moved in, like obviously impressed coaches with my attitude and stuff, Ian yep. and that. But, um, so coaching days is very much you all got to be there on time. Like all your clubs are clean. Like everyone's looking professional. You've got your which is understandable. Yeah, you've got yeah. your you've got your. We've all got our tops on and your Calvin Klein hats <clears> and all look very smart. Um, all looking the same. Uniform yeah, yeah. And, and the day really consists of we might before everyone gets there we might just go onto the range because we're based it's based at Russington really where you do the training days which is where England boys train as well. Um, is that for golf as well? So yeah, for golf, England boys. Um, when they have, when England boys train, that's where they'll go as well because there's okay. some really good coaches there. Um, good facilities as well. Then. Yeah, state of the art range. The course. Where, where's that? Is that in Surrey or something? Up, um, it's in near Chichester. <coughs> so up, oh, okay. up near Goodwood. I'm not too far. Oh, okay. yeah, no, that's which is where. Yeah, which leads me on to. Yeah, so basically we have the days there. Russell, the coach, will go. We'll go into like an office room. Um, and talk about our goals for the year, how we're going to be successful, um, and then we'll have you'll be split into different teams, and we'll do loads of different things like work on wedges, drivers, personal stuff you want to work on with the coaches, um, and then we have like weekends away. So we had like Goodwood, 
that was a really good weekend away. We stay in the kennels, um, and the days consist of McDonald's. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's called the kennels. It doesn't sound too luxurious, <laughs> and it really isn't. It's where the jo- it's where the jockeys stay sometimes because oh, nice. obviously the racing's up there. But yeah, so we we trained there up at Goodwoods. Obviously, both courses are really nice there, and for most of the boys up there, they they play there a lot. They're mainly members there. Nice. And we do training days there as well and play in-house games. Um, and we had a week away in Cumberwell, which was really good. We stayed in these nice cottages. Whereabouts is that? Um, it's on the borderline, Litchie of Wales. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's pretty. I think literally the course goes hot. A little bit of the course is in Wales. Oh, nice. But there, so you have to have your passport out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there it was amazing. They have like four courses and a par three course. Oh, nice. Which is, it was just such a nice facility. So... Obviously, it's slightly different this year with the current situation, but if it was a normal year, how often would you be playing for Sussex in an event? Would it be once a month, once every three months, once a, once every couple of weeks? The, ma- the matches <coughs> are probably maybe What's twice. It? I reckon maybe once every six weeks, the matches. Okay. And then in between them, we meet up, we have a training day, maybe a training week. But it all varies, really. Yeah, Carl? Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the format of the matches? Usually, it's match play, but basically, they do the matches in three. So say we're playing Wiltshire and Surrey, or mm-hmm. Wiltshire and Kent. She'll play three-way match play. So say us, well, us four, us three, say me, George, and you were playing. Um, I can make a four, and George can make a five, so I'll be one up. But you mm-hmm. can make a three, so you'd be one up on me and George. Uh, so then, oh, so I could be lose, I could have lost a match, but still be winning. So I have to carry on playing until the seventeenth. Oh, okay. So they do it like that because then one they don't have to play more matches. Yeah. And it's so you're just, playing match play against two people at the same time. Against two people, so you've got to be switched on. Yeah, no, that is because in case they sneak yeah, that in. That is. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that format. A lot yeah, of psych- that is good. Have to borrow that. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of psychological games, though. Like. You might throw in if if you're down a, if you're down a few you might throw in like oh you two up three up like, yeah, just yeah. to get them thinking just play mind games really but, yeah it's oh, good fun nice, that is good and yeah I mean it's great like it's so professional and like we are looked after by the team yeah what's the youngest you can be playing for the under eighteens um you it goes from under sixteen it goes under 14s, 16s, 18s. Oh, okay. so you just jump from the sixteen so obviously if you're fifteen um. If you're 15 before, I think it's January, then you'd be playing for under 16. But if you were 16 before January, you'd so be what, under 18. But what if someone was 15 and really good? Could they be boosted up? Boosted up, or is it is are everyone kept in their age range? Um, no, but yeah, actually, that's a good point you make. Rowan, one of my friends, like good friends that I met through Sussex. Shout out, Rowan. Yeah, Rowan Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> you better be listening. Yeah. Um, he plays for England, so obviously regional. Yeah. Um, but he was only 15 and he was playing with us in the okay. early 18s. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's good. He's off plus 0.4 now. So, so what, what go, what, where do you go from there? So you play for Sussex. That's obviously, you're one of the best players in the county. <coughs> yeah. And then do you move up to playing for England? And then is it pro from there? From Sussex. Obviously, if you don't get regional, you can go to England trials. But obviously, their coaches will be looking at us. But obviously... You're looking at Surrey, Wiltshire, Kent. You're looking at all the other counties as well for England. So there's a lot of good players in there. Yeah. Um, but if you don't make the England squad, then obviously you can look into go to county men's. Okay. Um, 
But what you find a lot of boys and what I'll be looking to possibly do next September is going into doing my PGA yeah. and then turning pro from there. Yeah, okay. That would be the action plan, really. Yeah, yeah. so and so you say turning pro. Yeah. Is that like a, a, to try and make it on tour or just a teaching pro? Um, so within the PGA, so obviously if you were just like an amazingly good golfer, so like you say, like if we use Rowan example, if you're just really good, say you're off plus three, then you can just play in like the Euro Pro and things like that because you're good enough. So you pay your entry fee and you play and obviously if you win, then you're just a tour pro. Like for example, Rory McIlroy, he wouldn't have had to do his PGA because he's that good of a standard, he can just go on tour. Whereas, say for me as an example, I'm still off four. So I'll go to uni and you do three years and then you're fully quite fully qualified PGA pro, but then also you're looking to get on tour once you can earn money from teaching and obviously you're based at clubs, you practice and enter comps and then you can do Q school for example to try and get an European tour. Yeah. Um that's what a lot of pros around here do. But to go straight so let's say uh, someone your age was good enough to go straight onto Euro Euro tour. Yeah, you'd need money behind you. Yeah. yeah. Because if you if you can't pay your entry yeah. and and everything, well then you know you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to do it. You're not so. gonna make it. Yeah. It is very expensive. That's that is what they say. You need to obviously be very good to to be at the top. Very good. A lot of money behind you, and then to get lucky on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For someone to spot you, because it may just be like this. This young boys that play on Europro, like some boys are like sixteen year olds. There's been a sixteen year old that's won on there. It takes someone to see you get an invite to a big tournament and if you play well there then that's sort of if you take your opportunity that's that's what can happen like Matt Wolf, he's had a great college amateur career what sort of prize money for those sort of events on that tour Euro Pro I think it's £500 and it's like £500 it'll cost you roughly for the week to enter to enter so it is high it is high cost you think and I think if you don't make top 13 you won't make your money back yeah. right and to be top 13 you've got to be playing some Good quality golf. Yeah. Um, I think the winner, you can. I think that I think there's ten thousand pound. Um, and if you win like four and a bounce, you get like a bonus. Okay. Um, but obviously the top two or top three in the order of merit, they they can hop to challenge tour, and obviously yeah. go from there. That's good prize money. Consider it's not like. The top of you the have game. to be good, you have to be good, obviously, but it's not too far. It's not too far out of reach. Yeah, like that sort yeah. of um, level. Um, obviously, you know, obviously yeah. we're not going to be doing. No, it, no, no. Yeah. And for you, it's not. It's so, not that far. Exactly. It's not a bigger step for golf. I mean, they say golfers usually peak around thirty. So say I do start going, start uni next year and I become fully qualified. I'll only be twenty-two years old. Yeah. So that gives me eight years. Working alongside my coach, Paul, and he thinks I'll be off scratch by the end of this year if I keep going the way I am. Yeah. I mean, if I'm off scratch when I'm 18, imagine where I can be when I'm 30. Mm-hmm. Another, what, And you only started years. when you were 12 or 11 or whatever. Yeah, my first round, first proper round was when I was 12 years old. So yeah, I've only been playing crazy. five years. Yeah, that's that is crazy. crazy. 12, 12, I'm thinking like that's ages ago for me, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, like that's... over... Half my yeah, life yeah. since I was twelve. Yeah, yeah. Five for me, years. it's like ten years ago, and I'm like, oh, that is something. Oh, yeah, crazy. five years, mad. But on a slightly different end of the spectrum, Jake, <laughs> you've uh, you've recently started a golf base with us as well. Yeah. Just looking to get back into golf or into golf in general. Yeah. 
I've went at school, um, uh, I done B-Tech Sport, and in that we had a couple, because Callum was in my class, we had a couple of lessons just at Lockbridge. Is that about your experience then? Yeah. So yeah, um, we had a couple of we had a couple of lessons at Lockbridge. They didn't go too well. I don't no. think we were trusted down there. It it was literally a couple. And then I think the year later they had um, a teaching pro come into school yeah, yeah, to so teach us on the school field. And then field. out of the long jump, uh, out the long jump sand, we're like oh. chipping out of there. And it was it, oh, it, it, it did turn into carnage. Yeah, honestly, there were there were balls flying everywhere. Like, this is on a school field. <laughs> we had a teaching assistant. We we got on well enough with, but. We had we you know we were in control, yeah. and uh, it got to point we had all these like training balls or whatever. And we were just launching them at him, we were hitting them at him. Um, so we didn't learn too much no. at school, did we? So, no, so I've I've played. I think I've played three rounds in my life. Okay, and that is split between two at Bayview and one at Lockbridge. <laughs> so I don't have a, a a massive range of it, but now working at Golf Base. Um, and I've got pretty dodgy knees, so football's not going to last <laughs> forever, like, yeah. forever. So I'm going to have to start looking somewhere else it. for some yeah. sport. Yeah, and, like you say, working at golf base. When you when you are there and you've got all the product around you, it does make you want to play. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. It's it, nice you know, seeing yeah, seeing brand new clubs every day, and that's that's why I ended up spending a grand on them, just because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. just just think oh well that's so much better I want that I'm going to buy that do you know what I mean says, yeah. and that, that's the thing it, it, even just listening to Will talk earlier it was like oh, yeah I just want to go play now yeah yeah I think that would be yeah do you know what yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, stuff like that but it's difficult um, it's difficult for sport to uh, to just go out and play yeah, when you fancy I mean you need the time for a start and yeah, minimum, minimum you're looking for because obviously you say about Bayview Minimum to get around there on your own. You can probably do it about an hour. Yeah. That's nine holes on your own in an hour. So and you say playing at 12. I mean, when I was 12, I'd have, um, you know, school, obviously, Monday to Friday. I'd have football training Saturday, football game Sunday. It's so, like, well, you know... Yeah. And where are you feeling that in? And then you need, the fam- you, know, you need the family to make sacrifices in order for you to be able to go out and play. And, Which my parents... Uh, realistically, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do a lot to my parents in a sense with within everything that I've ever done my dad's never forced me into it obviously he's encouraged me my dad loved me to play football I was quite a standard when I was younger but I just had such a I mean like they call it the bug of golf don't they yeah, it is honestly and like for like three four summers straight I was doing that every single day like I was never out I was just hitting ball after ball after ball yeah. and I think that is part of the reason when people are like oh you're so good it comes so naturally but like they never see behind the scenes work. Yeah, the, yeah, amount, yeah. the amount of True. early mornings I've got up, the amount of late nights. Yeah, yeah I've been going yeah. down. My dad's like, "Are you still on the course? You couldn't see me. I'm using a yellow ball going down 18 for yeah. like half nine. The sun's going down." So how much do you think is like natural ability, and how much is just pure training and hours? Um, I love the quote: "Talent is it talent beats hard work." Yeah, it's it's like it's like the old saying: the more you practice, the better luck you get, isn't it? It's yeah, like I I say it is quite. My, I did. I swung the club quite naturally, but then I've had to adapt because obviously from twelve to like how big I am now, I seem a lot stronger. Um, so like younger golfers tend to use their wrists a lot more because that's the only way I was going to get 
distance power, and power behind the ball. And obviously now, only up until recently with my new coach Paul, we've been working on using my bigger muscles. Um, and like you guys said, trip, yeah. yeah, like the other day that drive, I'm I'm carrying it like thirty yards further than I was even a month ago because oh, okay. because of, I'm using my my body more and yeah. realizing that I can swing harder just by like moving harder instead yeah, of trying yeah. to hit it harder. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not actually trying to hit the ball. I'm probably hitting it softer than I was. Yeah, but you're getting more distance and more power and a lot more neutral. So it's not. It's not in your like so much in your arms. It's in your whole upper body. My my, my thoughts over the ball now is arms away, shoulder impact, and hold my finish. That's yeah. all I think. Mm-hmm. And I just let it. I just let it go because yeah, my body do the work. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. And also, the better like you can swing with your arms as fast as you want, but unless you get the contact that's needed, I mean, it's not. Yeah, and you see it with football as well. It's not that it's not the faster the fastest you swing your leg, the you know the yeah, more powerful the shot yeah, yeah. is. You have to catch it right. Yeah, timing as you say. Um, yeah, so you know it's the same thing. Anything the impact is is the key, isn't it? So that's I mean that's why golf is such a beautiful sport. You look at Jim Furyk, such a weird swing, but then when it gets down to impact, he's perfect. Yeah, so it doesn't matter how you get there. So what do you think about like the the training and people looking at you swing and there's like there's this model swing almost that you should, you should yeah. be doing this should be doing that but if it works for you I mean obviously it has to work for you but if you can have an unnatural swing but as yeah. long as the impact is there and the, watching, and the contact you when know. I was watching the golf last weekend and they were saying about Deschambeau his swing is very different Matt Wolf, not his every, swing is yeah, obviously not everyone, very different not everyone but they're both hitting it a mile they're exactly. both got a great short game so it's like you can still be great I think a lot of people are coming out of that idea now of having the perfect swing the perfect look of a swing if you feel comfortable and that's what they're saying they're working even down to like younger like down to like 12 year olds now they're trying to just say okay well if you can get good contact on the ball it doesn't matter how you get there we can work with that and we can work with However, if however you feel comfortable, and we'll make that better rather what, than making it the perfect. Yeah, that's what I've been working on my ground. He hasn't changed my backswing at all because my position at the top's got well. He hasn't changed my grip, and um, we worked in alignment a little bit, but it's all in the sense of he just wants me to feel like his body or body movement. Yeah. He hasn't. I think that's what good coaches do. They don't try and change you too much. Like yeah, yeah. let you so let you swing your swing because. Everyone has a different swing. Yeah, we heard a ju- we overheard a junior lesson yesterday at the dry rows, didn't we? And I think there was maybe like five kids, maybe that he was teaching at one point. And it, six it, and eight. There was there was only one of them that actually got better the harder he hit it. Or, mm. um, yeah. Um, but so that's the thing, is isn't it? As long as the contact's there, you'd be better off hitting it. Like for, for especially starting out, you'd be. Better hitting it twenty yards shorter, but in control. I mean, that's just it's obvious. Like, yeah, it's definitely. Soren like Kelton. Is, is he Swedish? Sounds it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a small. He's a small guy, and he has the um, like the porter cap with uh, his head, his hair shirt. Visor, visor. He literally. I think he averages like a two six five carry or something like that. Yeah. And he's like. Made if a he's in control, is in play. I mean, that's the that's the main thing. Is I mean, we said if. If George hits it and his shot goes 40 yards further than, than mine, if it's on a straight hole, all it means is he's going to be using a shorter club than mine for the next shot, but they could both end up in the same, same spot. Yeah. And also, that's, if, you, if you know you don't hit it as far, then you play you, to your strength, you work so. with your coach on 
getting really good and dialed in with your long lines. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, that's just, everyone just adapts differently to the game, really. Good. I hope we've all learned something now, I certainly yeah. have. But, um, but yeah, I think that's all for, for the segment on, on yourself, Will, unless there's anything else you want to add to that. No, I think I've spoken enough about myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully you did make it on, uh, on tour and, yeah, and big and you can, uh, you can promote us. Yeah, that's like one day I mean it's going to take a lot of hard work but yeah. it sounds like you've got it in you from yeah I mean from where that's what I was saying I will carry on with what I was saying actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boys in a sense like when you go to Sussex like you know like everyone's there we, we turn up at Goodwood you've got like Ferraris Bentleys Range Rovers all these boys state of the art new club and me and my dad rock up in our 2006 Ford Focus and get like my old bag out and yeah. my average set but then hard work and I, yeah and, like, I've got there that's why I always pride myself and like, I've got there by myself like my dad supports everything I do but he's had no influence on me getting in that squad yeah I've got there because of me and like how Through I am hard work yeah and like it doesn't it just goes to show you don't need state of the art technology and coaching and equipment if you just put in the hard work you can Improve. you can do anything really yeah, yeah that's it nice so We'll wrap it up there and uh, see you shortly. George? Yes? Where'd you get your golf stuff? Your clothing, your balls, your shoes? Or me apparel? <laughs> yeah, that sort of stuff. Well, I go to Golf Base. Golf Base? Golf Base. And what's that? And it's your base for everything golf. So that's www.golfbase.co.uk? It certainly is. Golf Base. Your base for everything <laughs> golf. <laughs> well... I suppose if anyone should want to get £5 off, they can always create an account and use a discount code. Plugged5. Plugged5. Just make sure you're spending over £30. So we're Plugs Golf, me and you, George. We are. We are. We've recruited some interns. We have unpaid. Unpaid interns, of course. Who are Will Daniels and Jake Garnett. Yes. Now, they're both new starters at Golf Base. We're rather impressed with their, well, Will's hard work. And, uh, <laughs> and, Jake. and and Jake, yeah, I mean Jake works hard on Will anyway, so it's yeah, a lot of um, well. So does Will, of course. Yeah, uh, no, they're both both smart young lads. Yeah, thank you. I mean, well, you're older than both me and George, but yeah, um, just older than you. When's your birthday? November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Jake, what have you? Uh, what's your past? sort of few years been like to get us to to get you to where you are how long you got um, <laughs> I'll try and do it quickly uh, so I started at the at HSBC yep for two years um, for the desk job because I was behind the counter it isn't really for me uh, so I looked into university so I went to um, Solent in Southampton mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I studied um, football studies and business nice so I've done that for four years. Uh, in my last year at uni, I was media manager for Gosport Borough for yep. the club. Yep. Um, and I'm managing a little team doing that. Come back from uni, obviously we're in COVID, trying to look for jobs and no one was hiring. And then one day I get a little uh, little message from, from you saying, got, we got something at Golf Base. And I was like thinking, oh, you know, like in two weeks or something, you're like, yeah, come tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what Golf Base is like. Yeah. It started, started, off, uh, started off just 
cover really just like to help us yeah, get back what, up to date yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. now obviously you yeah I was told, I was told um, you, you have this job for pretty much the summer and then I think like a week in yeah it was just over a week in yeah, yeah and Dave uh, the owner came up to me and offered me the permanent job yeah you, you're clearly impressed and Good. impressed Good. us we took you on I mean we thought basically with your part your media manager at Gosport whatever and I imagine you'll want to do something similar to that sort of in the future yeah. so it'll all helps with portfolio, I suppose, and they're helping us two out. So yeah, exactly, yeah. That makes sense, and and well, obviously you you know your golf, so it's handy to us, and same for you to do, I suppose. Yeah, it's nice seeing all the new gear come in. It's quite yeah, it's interesting. New clothing, <coughs> up to new clubs. It is like like we said earlier. When you see it all, it just makes you want to play. Yeah, yeah, it's like, definitely. oh, I'd much rather be on the course. Yeah. Yeah, you, it makes you want to play or film us play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so your roles with us have been very much helping with social media and helping us sort of make plans for the future, have ideas for content and whatever. You're both, both happy enough doing that, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, quite, time, quite enjoyed it. Obviously, last week was a good crack on the course. Obviously, we filmed some, well, every shot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we filmed every shot. We're just trying to work out um, a way to, to sort of put that out there in the in the best form or format. Yeah, possibly. definitely. Um, it was a it was a good start and it's sort it, of it, the start it, of the learning curve to see what we sort of need to do yeah, and what try we, there, we need. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's all it's going to be. I mean, we're, the end, we're, we're you know we're relatively new and plug golf is young still, so exactly. just trying to work out what we need and hopefully you'll see some of the shots that were played. Very soon. We've got we've got plenty of ideas for content for podcasts to come for definitely. Hopefully videos to come soon. So for example, we hope one day to to have plug golf versus the interns. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one. I'm very happy about that. <laughs> I've got a free handicap well, three point six handicap yeah. with me. So we'd we'll have to have some shots. Yeah, how do you think we'd uh, would you sort of prefer to work there? I think greensums would be a great format. Again, like we did the other day. But you're pretty much going to be playing your tee shot every hole, and no. that is going to be mm. pretty dumb. Well, we could do say we play around. You you could have a minimum minimum drives each, so you put a cap on it. So say you have to have at least minimum of six or seven drives. Yes. Well, no. So Jake has. To, if we only played nine holes, or whatever, he Jake has to have at least four or five in there, or four in there. I think. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because then it could be that you wait for some of the you, some of the par threes. You just say, okay, well, Jake might not have made the green, but I can get up and I can get up, and hopefully Jake can get down from here. Get the putt in. Do you know, yeah, I can get it close enough for Jake to get the putt. So you play it strategically almost. That'd be quite. I mean, I wouldn't be against. You could do a cumulative score sort of match play. So me and you, mine and your score added together against your two score added together. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a good one. That'd actually. be a good one actually. I'd um, probably be. A, Obviously, Slightly closer. Could do nine holes of each. Yeah, we could do actually. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but not if these two are playing, who's filming it? We need to get another intern. Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Applications. <laughs> Send your applications to plugdgolf at gmail dot com if you if you honestly uh, that's actually a dot gen- com or dot co uk. It's dot com. Oh, we had, we yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. I said it's the wrong email address. No, seriously, if there's any. Budding videographers out there that are looking for some portfolio work. Yeah, no, we'll take Honestly, it. if you can't want to come out on the course with us, we'll petrol, but it'll be great well, for yeah. have a nice drone, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you've got a drone, yeah, brilliant. Honestly, <laughs> that, that, is a, that is a serious <laughs> also, request almost. If anyone is out there that 
is wanting to get into video editing or video filming. Oh, and yeah, wants to, give you a load of videos to edit if you fancy that. Wants to, wants to get something for a portfolio. Also, I mean, the listeners could give us ideas for definitely for for pl- the way that we could play our game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, send in. Send in. Yeah, any ideas? I mean, we'll let you know the uh, social media handles at the end. They'll be in the uh, they'll be in the description below, as sure. always. But yeah. well, we'll we'll say them later on anyway. Yeah. Uh, Is there any sort of ideas that you've had at all for sort of things we can do? Or um, I think obviously moving on with the podcast, obviously. We've all. Have you listened to all of them? Yeah. I think listened to all of them. <laughs> They've improved. I really enjoyed days, but I think it'd be nice for the viewers to see you guys um, once you're more comfortable, and then possibly once you're familiar with YouTube as well, possibly uploading a podcast. To it's um. Yeah, we tried to do that last week. George forgot to press record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so it's, it's, it's slightly different at the minute because we're all having to sit quite far apart yeah. with the social distancing rules still in place at the minute. They were obviously all sat a metre apart at the minute and getting each other all in that shot in the lodge at the minute, which is quite small. Hopefully when PGHQ comes into fruition, we'll yeah. uh, have I, a bit more space. I think possibly as well, <clears throat> say we were, when events are back at us, say the uh, BMW at Wentworth, Maybe like vlogs, possibly. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, let's... Try and get up there, the four of us or something, just... Hopefully, I mean, it's... Well, they're playing... I think it's in the diary for September. Yeah, I think think Mm. it's sold out this year as well. So maybe maybe next year we'll look to try and get to some events. Even golf days, like charity on golf days. Yeah, yeah. Originally, we we had planned to to go to one down at Cooden, actually, as part of the Who Golf Society. Yeah. Um, And we were going to go down and sort of support that. But um, they run a very nice Good Nick at the moment as well, Cooden. They weren't able to obviously put that on. But but yeah, no, it's all all ideas for the future. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully, anyone that wants us to turn up or anyone that wants to. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be great fun. but Definitely. And I think it's also fun for us or any of us to learn new skills, obviously around editing. Mm-hmm. It's just new, new things in life. It's nice yeah. to experiment, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. I just want to keep improving. Yeah. And making That's what we content. and Club Golf are all about. Making <laughs> content that you guys are all going to enjoy. That's, that's, the, that's the main aim. Definitely. But yeah, I think we've got some questions, Cal, from, from a couple of listeners. Yeah, definitely. Um, let me just take a look, Fo. We've had one quite topical one uh, from a Jackie Concarni. Have you heard of him? You're not one fan of that. He was. Slipping away. Said <laughs> it was at one point. After Manchester City had their Champions League ban overturned by the Court of Arbitration for Sport today, what's the greatest controversy in golf in recent times? <clears throat> Does that mean... Wait, what does that mean? So the, the biggest controversy in golf, something that's that's uh, like a rule breaking or, or yeah, or or something that's a you little know bit what controversial no-no. means, yes. A little bit of a no no. Oh, you shouldn't do it. <coughs> they've done it and they've got away with it. Or a bit like if a goal was offside and it was allowed. Yeah, that's like armpit, like an armpit offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got mine. I'll jump straight in. So December last year. Um, Patrick Reed was in the bunker at uh, I can't remember where it was actually at the Hero <laughs> Champion the Hero Hero World, Hero World Challenge and he put his 
club up against the ball and sort of as he was doing his practice like sort of movement moved a load of sand behind the ball I, I, think, was it, I think it was on the backswing of the, of the oh, actual, actual shot. shot. Yeah, okay. it, yeah. Did he get a... I think. He got a, he got a two-stroke uh, penalty. Yeah, I was going to say. So, I, actually, I personally don't mind him. Oh, uh, well, we're going to get on to that in a minute. Because I just feel like... Uh, save it. Yeah. We've, got, we've got a question about that in a minute. Save it. But, but honestly, that particular shot, do you remember it? Or do you remember I seeing it or not? If that, was, if that was yourself, so I think it was on... Obviously, the rule is you can't ground your club in the bunker. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No matter what. Obviously... They changed the rule because, like, afterwards, say you hit a bad shot, obviously maybe some people hack the sand after, that used to not be allowed. But now, you're, if you want to hit your shot, your club can hit the sand. Sand. Yeah, and I think if you... Yeah, but he hadn't hit his shot. It yeah, was on the back yeah, swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously... So he moved a load of sand out of the way on his back swing. Yeah, rightly so, then. <clears> but, yeah. If you're walk, if you walking in the bunker now, and say you dropped your club, that used to be a penalty, but now it's not. Okay. If it doesn't affect the ball, yeah, then it's, then well, it's yeah, fair that's understandable. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair one. Yeah, do you have anything that sort of stands out or controversy? Something that came to mind. Obviously, I still don't know controversial means. <laughs> I need to educate myself a bit. But <laughs> was when uh, Spieth at the Masters choked when he duffed it in the water like three times. Was it three times? Well, that's not that's not controversial. That's just Bad. rubbish. He was just he was just he just didn't play very well. He, Sergio at the Masters possibly his ball moved when he was moving yeah that's more like that's it, more yeah. of a controversy yeah um, and you saw his reaction a bit like oh my yeah. god and obviously he wasn't given the penalty and yeah. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm the happy is, I'm happy he won the thing sure. is with golf it's, it's easier to look at it's like at any one time you're only focusing on, focusing on one person and the ball as yeah. opposed to like we use football as an example but there's so many grey areas and whether it's intentional and stuff like that and even with an offside but, there's so many different factors in it you yeah, need three exactly. people to make an offside but the um, <clears throat> but in golf the, the rules are pretty they're pretty clear you know where you yeah, stand yeah. if you break this rule you will get a penalty you, yeah. you know and, and you can look, you can look at that it doesn't have to be I suppose it doesn't have to be sort of decided there and then does yeah. it if it's on the first yeah. side, if, it, if it's sort of Especially when it's all televised. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing with, like different with football. Footballers try to cheat and get away with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whereas golfers, you can't. Golfers, you can't. Because everything is so magnified. Cool, you know. And if if you're hitting a ball in the bunker, it's recorded. You're good. Yeah. You're only like Cal said. That's an isolated incident. But where you're almost you're always watching it. You know, you're trying to play the best yourself, and if you play your best golf, then that's all you can do. You know, you don't yeah, have to worry yeah. about anyone else. So. It's not like you're trying to cheat um, someone yeah. or you're always you know, just cheating yourself. That's yeah, the first thing. Yeah. I was going to say the other one was when someone texted in, and a viewer texted in to the runners of this uh, competition or this tournament when a player marked the side of their ball, like marked it on the side, and, and then put it in front. Put it in front, and as a result of them texting in, they were given a shot penalty or two shot penalty and um, Tiger mentioned on it and he said that that shouldn't be allowed it should be like an outside viewer shouldn't it's have up to the officials yeah, yeah shouldn't be able to have yeah. that impact yeah this is like the same as a fan shouting something uh, shouting uh, and, uh, and, the and the ref and the ref decision, making a yeah. decision yeah. I mean that shouldn't be allowed they should be it obviously happens but if it's, it's the rule yeah. then you know that's the it's rule. up to the officials to enforce it it shouldn't be up to a viewer but yeah, but yeah no I mean that's, it was a good question yeah. part of a good conversation well done Jack Jackie, Jackie, I think we find. Um, 
<laughs> we had uh, we did also have a really nice message on Instagram uh, from the user yeah. Jordan underscore Pagey. Um, he messaged, "Hey guys, loving the podcast. Great content being put out. Very relatable golf being played. I've only recently got back into the sport and I've rejoined my local club in Hastings, Bowport Park Golf Club." Wow. One question I have is why so much hate for Patrick Reed? Hope this gets answered in a pod. I'm not his biggest fan. I just found it, uh, but I just found it amusing. Cheers, new fan of the Plug Golf Pod, Jordan. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. That's a nice message so, to receive. Boy. That's that's coming on from what I was saying. Uh, just trying to cheat himself and getting the two point shot penalty. There was quite a lot of stuff that came out after the 2018 Ryder Cup. Uh, he was saying he some, hated it, didn't he? The, he was uh, saying some things no. about the Americans, the, the, his American teammates, and a lot of the Americans didn't like him after that. I uh, just uh, there's something about him I just don't like. Honestly, and for me, there's something about him you do that I just love. It's like Sergio Ramos. Yeah, love or hate, but yeah. I don't. I I understand. Gamesmanship. I understand. Yeah. I understand the hatred towards him. I just think like for him to have knowledge of that. And like, still perform the way he does, and like, his arrogance that's what makes him who he is. I, I get that, you know yeah. I, mean? I, I understand that, like, with the. <coughs> he's not liked by everyone out on the course, but yet he still goes out and shoots great scores. Like, I understand Which that. makes. That's why I think he's such a professional. But I've had times as well, I've been like, wow, like, I, know, I do dislike him, like, stuff that he does. But then his golf almost like speaks for himself. Yeah, uh, I'm going to call him the Donald Trump of golf. <laughs> he knows how to play the game, and he yeah. gets himself into that position. But half the population <laughs> in the world, if not more, hate him yeah. or, di- or dislike him. At yeah. Least. yeah and, him. and also, he's an easy joke, and that's yeah. that's also part of it. Um, yeah. You know, I might be wrong. Just my opinion. Got rid of his um, club sponsorship, didn't he? Obviously, still it's Nike branding, but he uses old. I think he's got Nike blades and then Callaway driver. Oh, really? Yeah, just here's a mixed set. That he hasn't got a sponsor for his clubs. Oh, fair enough. He's just got a mixed match set. Like I think a like mixed us. set is is totally understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you'd want, right. you know, whatever suits you. Yeah, and also... Most of the time, not... You know, TaylorMade yeah. aren't going to be able to um, suit everyone from driver to putter. I mean, yeah, that's no, just unrealistic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I understand. Well, you know, sponsorships are mainly... It's all money. Then, yeah, then. definitely. Yeah. It's not... Like Patrick Reed, he's obviously just thought, well, I'm a professional golfer and I want to win. You've got to go on performance. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's I'm why he's got... the best clubs that suit me. Yeah, that's definitely. why he's got a Masters title. I mean, yeah, no definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't always get a Masters title. Not everyone's going to get one. You have to be very good. Yeah. So now it's time for the quick fire questions. So number one, favourite present golfer, can't be Tiger. Justin Rose. 100%. Oh, that's Tommy Fleetwood. Nice. Any, any reason for those? If I were to make it on tour, uh, on tour, on tour, he's like the perfect representation of like how I would want to inspire kids, how professional he is. Obviously, he's got links to where I like I've sort of grown up playing. Obviously, in and around Goodwood, I just think he's the ultimate professional and sets a great example and is great for sport. I think. Um... I, I I was watching golf like two, I think it was like two years ago. I was staying at my nan and granddad's because they love golf, um, and I saw Tommy play. And then he's very active on like 
uh, YouTube videos yeah, and social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he done that recent thing with um, Harry Kane. Uh, yeah, with Paddy Power. Yeah, and he's just yeah, nice. Yeah, nice his, um, I've seen him at Wentworth. Um, I just think it's so great to see. Well, like, I saw him and he was like, it was on the Saturday and he's like seven over, and he played an amazing. Off a downhill lie, he hit a, a flop shot up and over a bunker and got it to stop. Within like, and he, he had like a two-yard landing zone. Otherwise, it would have rolled off the back. Um, and I just think it's good to see from him almost questioning what he's even doing with his life to now being um, associated with the best players in the world. Yeah, I think definitely. It's just nice to see. Yeah, top ten, top fifteen. Yeah. Uh, th- top ten. He's got twelve. Yeah, twelve <laughs> at the minute. Is he? Uh, after yeah, yeah, he's twelve at the minute. But um, but no, that's that's. I uh, I'd happily go down the pub with Oliver then. Yeah, yeah definitely. Fair. Yeah. Um, favorite pass golfer. Pass golfer. Hmm. I, I honestly, I'd say I I reckon Jimenez. I think yeah. he'd be. He's a, he's yeah, just no. doesn't take himself too seriously. Yeah. Loves his red wine. Got a great warm up and yeah. uh, still plays unbelievable golf to this day. So he's not passed. <laughs> yeah, because he's on the senior now. Yeah, he's on the senior now. Pass, pass. Yeah, I guess so. Because otherwise it would no, just No, I think, I think that's an easy answer. Yeah, I guess answer, so. Yeah, yeah I liked it. I, Better than uh, Ian Poulter or Sergio Garcia. He still feels present because we watched him not long ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's a better Jack. answer than Ryan Worrell. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Nicklaus. Yeah. Because my speaks granddad speaks about him all the time. Speaks for himself, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. No, good choice. Yeah, I won't question that one. A dream course to play each can't be Augusta because that's the obvious choice. Dream course. Is a tough one. Dead Did you say Cooden again? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go I was actually having a look after obviously listening to the other podcasts and uh, Cypress Point. Yeah, nice. Good looks, looks lovely. Yeah, that is yeah. a good choice. Uh, just that word from Pebble Beach. I was about to say, I reckon Pebble Beach because. Nice, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to suit the way I've been brought up in the wind. Yeah. yeah it's and nice. it's just obviously. You probably should play it nice, yeah. Yeah, yes. No, it's like a, it's sort of like a dream one, isn't it? A lot of the ones so in the a lot of the one the uh, a lot of the courses in the UK sort of seem realistic, like you could play in one day as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so if you got a dream, so some, a dream one Wentworth, in America is Wentworth was my dream until I played it. Yeah, and, and did it live up to yeah, your expectations? Amazing course. Okay, so moving on from that favourite course you have played mainly and at will because obviously you've had Jake. I'm never going I've got two, and obviously two good reasons. So I've got Wentworth West. Yeah. Um, absolutely amazing facility. Everything about the place is so professional. Um, but also Wanderers Golf Club, which is right next to the Cricket Club in the centre of Johannesburg. Oh, nice. Um, and I've got an amazing story about this particular subject. So um, I was 12 years old, went out... No, was I 12? No. It was in 2014, so... You were 12. I was 12, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was still I was off my... I was still off 28. Um, obviously, going back to earlier. Um, my caddy... I had a caddy around Wanderers, and um, I got along with him really well. I got his socials. Um, and he's basically just been a caddy there his whole life. And I was, like, reading putts, and he'd be, I think that's outside right edge. And he'd be like, no, no, left edge. And we're holding putts, and he helped all of us so well. Um, and then basically my uncle called me because obviously he lives in South Africa these days yeah. my uncle called me and he goes Will you're never going to believe what's just happened um, when Graham Storm won the South African Open 
um, at Glendower or Dower, we're not too sure, um, in 2017 in January. My caddy at Wanderers was caddying for Graham yeah, right. Storm. That's crazy. That is pretty cool. And basically, yeah, I mean, that amount of prize money he wouldn't have even earned in his whole entire life. And it's like sorted him and his family out. It's, it's and, it's, and I just thought, that is unbelievable. And we, we rewatched it and I was like, I can remember his face like perfectly. Yeah. And for him, because obviously they know all the courses. So when you go out there, you don't take normal caddy. You eat someone that's been there for 20, 30 years. Yeah. And for Graham Storm and just for him to win, I was just like, that is crazy. My caddy yeah. winning a European tour event and sort of turning his life around from like slums yeah. to now like being able to afford a house. And obviously he still does it, but um, yeah, I just think that's amazing. It's, it's so. mad that you say about like being able to turn his life around just from caddy in one or four rounds. Four rounds has changed so, his life. I, I think I mentioned it in the Tiger Woods podcast that we did, but so during Tiger's peak mm-hmm. between sort of 2000 to 2008 Tiger's caddy was a bloke from New Zealand and he was the richest sportsman from New Zealand at the time because that's of how much he was making just for caddy and for Tiger Woods that is crazy that's yeah. mad isn't it because of the cut he was getting from Tiger consecutively winning and winning and winning and winning probably became a millionaire yeah yeah so he was, he was the highest paid sportsman and he wasn't even a sportsman, he was just a caddy for, for Tiger. Yeah. And that's, that's, crazy, in, yeah. that's in the time that Dan Carter is like one of the best rugby players yeah, exactly. in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mad, isn't it? Um, so, your favourite hole you ever, ever have played, uh, again, mainly aimed at Will because Jake's only played 18 different holes. Add <laughs> 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 up to about 12 yards between them. Oh, my favourite hole. <laughs> Somewhere at Wentworth or somewhere in South Africa? South Africa? It's like South Africa, I'm from South Africa. You've only offended like a listeners. No, I reckon. One of my. I can't think. He's meant to be quick fire, come on. <laughs> I'm trying to think because I've played so many courses. Um, oh, I've played so many courses. <laughs> I like. <laughs> <laughs> a hole that comes to mind would be the second at Camley Heath in Surrey. Okay. What is it? Par four? First ever Sussex event I played. Um, it's a par three up the hill. And I remember I was walking off the first green and I was on my backswing for this second second hole on the par three. And a head of deer literally ran about a yard behind me straight through the forest. And it's stuck in my brain ever since, but it's an uphill par three and it's all like, tree line it was just a lovely hole um, I made a lovely birdie and I started birdie birdie my first ever Sussex event oh nice, there. Oh, that is nice. and that would have been so it's like good memories as yeah, well yeah aside from Wentworth and um, Wanderers Camley would have been my favourite course as well. yeah nice to be fair I don't know if we've said the favourite hole that either of us have played do you have one? Um, come back to me because I think you if you've got one uh, was well, See, the one that sticks to mind is obviously not a great hole to look at and to play. Is the, 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 the eighth that, yeah, the eighth that Bayview is a hole in one, which, you know, will stand out. Yeah, you got a hole in one there? Yeah, like it wasn't, it wasn't it's pretty. Like hundred, it's like 100 it was, yards. But yeah, still, but still, it's yeah, 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 it was a whole, yeah, yeah, I thought you listened to all our episodes, I mentioned it, like, <laughs> so, yeah. so you're on about. Cool. So, three times, yeah, yeah no, it's alright, I was 15. 
Oh no, yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah I like um, I like the thirteenth of the Royal Eastbourne. Okay. So it's uh, so the tenth tee box and the thirteenth tee box are right next to each other, raised up from like a like the twelve goes below you almost to the left, and the thirteenth it it sort of cuts across. Is it a par three? It's a little par three. Oh, what a but so it's a long it's a long green mm-hmm. and quite a narrow green. Mm-hmm. And uh, like if you that. miss left, it is literally like a sheer drop down to the fourteenth tee box. Like a cliff edge. Yeah, literally like a cliff edge. And the first time I played there, I uh, <laughs> I missed I, I hit it off literally off the side and it bounced right down to the bottom. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and at this point I'd just been learning how to play like flop shots right and I was like well I'm gonna give it a go gonna whip it out here and I was playing with my mate he'd hit the green uh, just at the front edge of the green so he was like lining up his putt whatever pins sort of dead centre yeah. in the middle of the middle of the green left edge so it's like in a really horrible position to aim at because if you're going from if you're going for the pin if you're pin chasing it's difficult because you're gonna fall down left yeah that hole is very hard and I hit this flop shot Best shot I've ever hit. Put it to f- like about four inches, nice. and I, and I was just like made up with myself. Well, that's the thing. If you play a whole nice, it always stands out. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's I think that's honestly part of it. One thing I uh, I tried to play uh, the downs uh, last week. Downs. Yeah. Quite so for anyone who doesn't know, it's on the South Downs, which are you know hilly terrain and whatever. We went up there. Honestly, it was it was it was. Miserable. It was overcast day. We went up there, went up the steps to the first tee. It was so foggy, you couldn't see anything. Neither of us have ever ever played it before. We had no idea where we were going. It was impossible. But, just in in line with the question, a few of those holes look like, you know, really nice holes. If it's 12 there, it's lovely. Sort of, if if you can, if you can see the whole hole, it would it would be really nice and you know it'd be really nice to play. Trouble was I just couldn't see a thing and had no idea where I was going. Yeah, yeah. Lost so many balls. Um but yeah, but it'd be nice to go back there and then hopefully I'd have a different answer. Yeah, the twelfth um, we should we should play there soon actually, because the twelfth is so hopefully nice. get that from Carrie. It'd be nice for that could be a possible it goes bet. down the hill. When I played there, I know you would have seen, if you looked at the stories, the scorecards, I shot mm. my best ever score there. A couple of weeks ago, in 30, 40 mile an hour winds, shot 99. And the, so the 12th is a little par three down the hill, it's about 145 yards to the pin, and the wind was straight into my face. So I was like, oh, I don't really know what to be hitting here because it's 145 yards. But <coughs> gapper? I hit my gapper four iron yeah. and landed about 30 yards short. Really? The, honestly, so it didn't even balloon up that much. It sort of cut through it, but when I put, but because it's like downhill, it sort of got caught in the wind and just like that's dropped true. straight back down. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, that's that's ridiculous. But it's a lovely hole to play when it's not windy up there. I've got another quick question, uh, which bring it sort of um, into what we spoke about earlier. Um, would you rather um, hold a fifty feet part, fifty foot part, or or um, let's say a forty-yard chipping depends on the. Um... They're both for the same. They're both for the same score. So let's say they're both for birdie. Yeah. Um... 
it's got to be it's got to be a chip it's got to be a 40 yard chip yeah, because in a sense like, yeah, when you're like if there's like a say you've got this to win or something and you've got like a little crowd and you hold a chip everyone's like wow yeah but um, but the chip would look actually I know you're nothing. going for the pin but yeah, it would look more accidental yeah. than the than the putt well maybe the putt, the putt you got to figure out the green and I would, yeah. actually, it would just yeah. you know they're both they're both uh, amazing <coughs> shots and you'd both be going for that obviously yeah but the chip would look more fluky yeah. Yeah. The putt, than the putt I know how good the putt can feel when I won yeah. last year won the Bobby Lock it was a day before I played Wentworth I played Goodwood and all the England boys were playing as well um, and I double bogeyed 17 so and that I now needed a birdie to win so I was in a comfortable lead but I knew I needed a birdie to win um, and the pin was front right left uh, front right on Goodwood Downs 18th and I pulled my wedge to front left fringe and it's about 50 foot and you've got everyone who's played them last group because I was in the lead um, everyone's around the green everyone's around the green I've got the spider and I've sunk this putt and everyone was just like yeah the jaw dropped because I've won like, just a standard Sussex boy and I've held that to win the Bobby Lock and that was probably my that's probably my favourite win nice. other than the Sussex boys yeah. Yeah, I've got one other quick question I just thought of as well um, so you know you're watching you're watching golf on the telly someone chips in out of the bunker Spieth what a moment that was so one uh, do you think they're actually that's it they've got the pin inside they think they can all it's all pros 100% because like, it, it's crazy to even think about isn't it when you're in the I bunker it's like well just <coughs> yeah I think it's a different mentality when you're alive for, for us it's like well if I can get this out it's obviously good. bunkers around the green obviously but it's like you'd be just happy to be on the green yeah, for yeah. the next for me, it's, so like, actually, it's like if I can get out in one and I'm on the green, that's a great shot. To look at the lie, to read the green, yeah, to get that the contact and then the um, the weight and everything. Yeah. When you get to that the roll, that standard, or even down to like my standard, it's almost like a, it's like subconscious in a sense. Yeah. Like that's just your mindset. You yeah, know you can do it. And I think like the way you, you go, that's how. I mean, that's the way you go through. I mean, your handicaps. You just it's just more confidence and like. It is a mindset. Golf is a mental game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, back to the quick fire. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at the halfway hut. What food and what drink item are you ordering? Lamb baguette in oh. with mint sauce. Oh, that's nice. crazy. Yeah, that is delicious. Highly maverick. And I have that off Dean Woods, the chef at Coolin. Unbelievable that is. Oh, that sounds that good. With sound good, a pint of orange juice and lemonade with ice. Oh, we'll yeah. have to try them. We'll have to try that at some point. Yeah, Should come nice. to and I'll get him to make some. We'll, go, we'll, yeah, we'll just got. play around at Coop. We have alcohol, please. I think OJ still goes better, even though I'm 17. <laughs> I think I go Jake? Well, I'm having a pint. Anyone I'll go. We got a draft. Uh, Peroni, preferably, or Estrella. Yeah, nice. Um, um, food. Chicken burger, yeah, standard. Yeah, just, really, yeah. just something. Chips, something what? Chicken burger and chips. Yeah, I'm taking Jake's pine with Will's Will's food. Forget. Yeah, yeah that sounded delicious. It is unbelievable. Almost. Okay, uh, favorite present footballer. Do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I was gonna go Moussa Dembélé. Oh, which I'm, one? I'm gonna averagely. <laughs> Hop on Ryan's back here, and I think Harry Winks is my favourite current Spurs player. Mm. Okay. 
Just because obviously everyone loves Kane, but it's too cliche to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, no. Not everyone. One of our, our oh, Hastings, <laughs> one of the coaches at Hastings. I'm in the eight, under 18s and 23s. So, so is Ryan Worrell going to be your player? player? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Worrell is in the first team, but um, <laughs> one of the coaches at Hastings used to um, train Winks when he was oh, under 13, 14s. Russ. Um, so yeah, the two names that popped in the head were Dembele and Winks. Moussa Dembele obviously has moved to China, but he was a great player for us. Yeah, yeah. Favourite pass footballer? Oh. Mine's out of two. Aussie RD, Liz. No. <laughs> Ledley King or Jermaine Defoe for me. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, Defoe's not a pass player, so... Defoe... Be... Oh, yeah, sorry, yes, yes, so Ledley King, yeah. yeah. Ledley King, great player. Um... Pretty much everyone's playing now was playing when you were born. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, maybe... Van der Vaart gets an honourable mention. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good, that's a good that is a good shout, actually. Gar- yeah. Oh, no, Gareth Barrister. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking back to the He's just playing golf and <laughs> sleeping with a mask over his eyes. What a legend, but... Yeah, well, my dad was a big fan of Aussie Ardilis as well. Yeah. So, maybe, yeah, Aussie was a great player. Okay, so... Last question uh, to round off the podcast, boys. Uh, thanks for coming in, obviously. Um, you can have a caddy for the day. It can be anyone in the world. doesn't have to be a sportsman. can be any celebrity. doesn't have to be a golfer. Who are you spending 18 holes with on the back? I just love to get an insight of Justin Rose. Okay, so you're well, a golfer. I just think he's... Su- yeah, I just love to pick at his brain. Yeah. And get as much information. I think I'd go for the laughs. Okay. And I'd get Razor Ruddock to do it. <laughs> oh, well, but he'd be able to give you some decent advice. And he like might, but he might yeah. not be able to carry it, so he might need a buggy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think he'd okay. be class to go around Yeah, purposes. nice. Because his stories... Do you need to own boys? That would be good crap. That would be a great round. When you make it pro, will you let George carry for you? 100% maybe in a pro-am day. The little Niall Horan. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be on the back full time. I'll, I'll go out and read the greens for you. I mean, I mean, who knows? I won't rule out. Who Thank knows? you. Cool. Mm. I think that's a you can place. Well, yeah, I don't want to carry it. Um, <laughs> you can film it. You can vlog it. Yeah, that'd okay. be good fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as George said, thank you for coming in. Where can the uh, listeners find you on social media if they if you want them to find you? We've got to find it out. Jay, uh, do you know what I've been? Um, I'm Jay Garn18 and, um, on, what? on Instagram, sorry. Yeah. I have no idea what my Twitter is. All I do is retweets first stuff, so you probably don't want to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, my private account is Will double underscore Daniels underscore. Um, and I've recently started up an account with my good friend Harry. I'm just, I basically taught him how to play. And he's just got into golf, and we're called Duo Dot Plays Golf on Instagram. Um, That's interesting. Plug your own stuff. <laughs> and we're yeah. yeah also looking to almost like following your guys' footsteps. We've got a few videos um, of our swings, but yeah, possibly <laughs> could, could be a potential collaboration. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. George, where can they find you? Uh, as always, I'm on Twitter at George Baker underscore. I'm on Instagram at Bakes98. That's B A K E S. 98. I'm on Twitter at Calstone Street. Uh, you can find us both on Instagram. We're at Plunked underscore Golf. On Twitter, we're Plunked Golf Pod. 
If you want to speak to us about any golf stuff, you can call us on Golf Base's number, 01323487777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777